Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. Y'all, look at these Christmas decorations my mama got me. What kind of minor league-ass organization are you? This is going to hit closer to home. She got me this little mug with a little red truck hauling a Christmas tree. It'll be terrible. I got this oven mitt here with a little red truck hauling a Christmas tree. Who do you want? You want a... Ooh, yucky. It's got a little red truck hauling a Christmas tree. That was... That was... That was funny. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Hauling a Christmas tree. Hauling a Christmas tree. What the she got this little mug with a little red What tray. kind of open is this? Frank just tray. saw... Is this an open for a show? This is just for Frank. He saw a video. He saw an Instagram reel where some guy said his mom got him all these things, and he goes through a list of about 18 things in his house that has a truck with a haul on a Christmas tree. All in a Christmas tree. Yeah. Okay. So this is that. So that's a show open. That's what you know. He was just doing one for himself. Oh, did he? Yeah. Well, good. Okay. So, Frank, congratulations on your show that you that you haven't opened for a show. Hall in the Christmas tree. Okay. You know the alternative alternative is him making fun of you. No. How about just uh, Dickie Dale. What? Well, here's the, I believe here's John and Lance. Didn't his predecessor decide that Dick Dickie Dale was something out of touch and out and outdated? So yeah. they went to something else. Yeah, he he lasted long, didn't he? He lasted. That, that consultant, <laughs> that consultant was here for a while, about three weeks. No, but he made moves. Longer than that, can't say he didn't yeah, make moves. He made moves. He got rid of you. <laughs> rid of everybody. He, he thought he thought everything was too old for the show. Everything, nothing fit the show. Including the youngest member of the show. Yeah. Pete, you're too old. Too old. Too old. What was with Dallas's court last night? You mean the fact that they didn't change it they to didn't, a, into yeah. the court? So they've never had it, their court. Their court has some type of, the playing surface has an issue uh, that makes it unsafe. And so they, they, they haven't gotten it fixed. Oh, good. Nice job, Dallas. And, oh, by the way, could the Texans... And the Rockets be on more of a collision course. It's unbelievable. Be more parallel in their in their. their no, yeah, they're not on a collision course. No, they are on an exact like replica. Yeah. They are they are a mirrored organization. They are right mirrors. Now. So the Texans this week played for first place against the Jaguar, a division opponent, and laid an comes, egg. Comes, no, they didn't. They came down to the wire. Well, yeah. They had a chance. They didn't lay an egg. That means they well, had a they bad lost. game. They lost the They game. did lose. They did lose. They lost at the end. And the Rockets are playing a division opponent for first place in the B, in Group B, and a chance to go on to the in-season tournament and lose the game. Yeah, at the end. Yeah. They had a lead for quite a while. It was tied lead, and then they just, the last, I didn't understand. Did two and a half minutes. Did Dylan Brooks' final foul? His last foul? Well, he, I he saw did, what he barely did. Barely touched him. He he he, cupped the right arm. As soon as they look at it in replay, they're going to see that, and they can just say, "There it is, right there." No, yeah, it he took him a while. Him, but but the foul, 
but calling attention to the foul he, was he fell down. It looked like a sniper guy. It, oh my! It gosh. was a big. It was a giant flop. Is what tried to draw attention to the foul and sell it, and that's what he did. And I knew as soon as they went to the replay, they were still going to call it because his hand was on, had you know touched his his left arm. But that game was really lost when you had two possessions in a row. One of them, you you had the three big possessions. It was a turnover for Jalen Green, just lost the ball dribbling it that turned into a dunk. Then you had, uh, for Jones, then you had a three-pointer, open three that was missed by Dylan Brooks. Then Jones hits a wide-open three, and it was just like you, you're not coming back. You, you kept it close. Yeah. You had... A sweet little catch and spin move, run to the basket and dunk it by uh, Alperin Shingun, who really, it's really hard to believe that there was ever a time that there was a discussion about Jalen Green being the best player on the Rockets. It's so Alperin Shingun. It's not even close. No. Uh, honestly, to, with all, and Jalen, to his, to his credit, is just part, of, or really in his defense, is this offense is really not about one guy. I mean, they move the ball. If Dylan has a shot, he shoots it. If Fred has it, he shoots it. There's not going to be a lot of ISO dribble, 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 shoot. Um, but the guy who's the best is clearly Alperin Shingun. Yeah. At 31 points last night, he was making big plays when you needed him to keep you in that one. And it was a disappointing. My kids were freaking out. It was mass hysteria at my house. It, the in-season tournament is breaking up my family. Um at one point, Sebastian was just screaming bloody murder about. Uh, and Aaron Holiday decides to give the ball right back to Luca. Why are you sprinting out of bounds? The ball's right here. Hey, grab it. Boom. It's not that hard. You <laughs> That was him. He had already lost his mind. I decided to record him secretly. The play where. Luca had a shot blocked by Jalen Green, and the ball was going to bounce. And Aaron Holiday, instead of just grabbing it, turning, and finding a teammate, and throw it to him, tried to turn and throw it as hard as he could at Luca. And Luca gathered it, picked it up, and got a basket. And then my house erupted. Then Mason locked my daughter out of the house, said she was a jinx. So she got locked out. She's banging on my window. We're trying to watch the last 46 seconds. My wife is screaming for everyone to get the bleep out of the room. <laughs> It's just, and then Mason and Sebastian calls Mason not a real Rockets fan. Uh, you're not even a real fan. You like the Lakers last year. This is the second show year. in a row you've led with your family fighting. Dysfunction. D- yeah. Yeah, and this is all about just. They, we're talking about the game. Well, but the game is tearing people apart. <laughs> it really was The game tore At people house, apart. It was really calm. We just watched the game. How many kids did you have in it? I had but Frankie home, and she didn't watch one second no. of it. Well, let Not your kids watch the game and see if yeah. it starts tearing people apart. It won't tear anybody apart, okay? Really? Really. Have you checked Rockets' Twitter? So so they can't win on the road. They just can't win on the road. And it's and they're good at home. And eight they're and really, yeah. And they're 8-1 and one at home and 0-7 oh on the road. Uh, oh and, yeah, whatever. Oh and, yeah, 0-7. Oh and and anyway, they're, it, it's just gotten to the point where they, some, he's got to figure out some way that he's got to, whatever the reason is, they're, they're the anti-Astros. So these two are on a parallel while they're both so far away from what the Astros are. And, 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 but they're still, that's, that's a fun team to watch. It really Rockets, is. A, the Rockets are a fun uh, team Man, to watch. I enjoy so watching the Texans. The I mean, they both are. They both are. It's, they're so much better than last year. And, um, 
the effort they were playing with. There were a couple possessions where I thought that. Did you watch a game, Dell? The Rockets? Or were you watching the Heat play the. The, the, the magic, the, the magic, the heat, and magic. Yeah, no, they played the Bucks, not the Magic. No one cares. Well, well, he asked. Well, did you watch that one, or did you watch the good teams? I watched. His the, team. I watched the Eastern Conference Finals. Redux winner, and then the champion from twenty twenty one play. So oh I watched, yeah, I watched. Well, those one teams. thing I noticed. See yeah. if you guys noticed this. Well, you had to have noticed. Well, we watched the ninety five champs. And the 2011 11, yeah. 11 champs? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what we The watched. rotation to threes, the chasing and closing out and rotating and helping to make sure no one had an uncontested shot in the perimeter when the ball's being moved around. Like the scrambling of the Rockets, that, it was so beautiful. It was strong desire, and I mean everybody. I'm talking about Jalen. It was playing with his hair on fire defensively, scrambling out the rotating. This team plays hard. Yep. This team plays hard. They share the ball. They they're smarter, sub- significantly smarter. As soon as you subtract KPJ, you get smarter. So as I soon think- as you subtract Steven Silas, your team gets smarter. But Ime Odoka to me is like just like just like your boy uh, uh, D'Amico Ryan's. He's coach of the year material oh, for yeah. sure. Yep. We'll see how the season ends. But how do you not look at the team who was the 29th best defense last year, who's won this year? And not say, ooh, coaching matters. Yeah. And I think the rotation is about where you're going, to, where where it should be for the rest. I mean, D- Jabari, he, Jabari played really Jabari well. Jabari looked great. Jabari looked great. Mid-range turnaround. Thir- was he he so- really was. 37 minutes. Uh, Dylan Brooks got, he only played 28 because he had, he fouled out. He played well. Shangun is getting, uh, you know, the majority of the men. No more Landale. We're not even seeing Landale anymore. Sucks. Uh, it was a. It was just not a good signing. Um, you're not seeing. I mean, Je- Jeff Green is getting 13 minutes, and probably mostly because Dylan Brooks was w- was out. Van Vliet, Jalen. This is this is the rotation. Tari Eason is getting his minutes. Aaron Holiday is getting some minutes as well. This looks. This is good. Well, this, what, they're going to win games. They're going to win games on yeah. the road too. Uh huh. This is a, this is a this is a fun basketball. This is the, a good team. The to one watch. interesting thing will be when Amen Thompson comes back. They they really like him. He's going to play. It's where like does he play in front of Holiday? Maybe so. Maybe. But Holiday's a better shooter, so I think it will be situational. Because Amen is not going to be the guy you have in the game if you need if you're behind. Yeah, I I don't I don't know. I, I, Amen's going to have a hard time working his way back into the into this because of his shooting. We'll see if he if he can shoot better. Well, then he's he, going to have. A, I don't want to shoot bad shots if he if he penetrates and finishes at the rim. That's fine too. Do you think the Mavs did this for their departing owner, who's really staying? Well, what do you mean he's really staying? He's, I thought he's selling a majority he state. He sold it. He sold his right, majority. majority state. He still has controlling rights. And he still How do you have is controlling when tr- you sell majority? No, 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 no. He still is in control of basketball operations and, and, and ownership meetings. So he just wanted money. This is the weirdest sale I've ever seen. Yeah, usually you're out. The Adelsons. You know he usually, left usually, Shark Tank, too. Yeah, he's out of Shark Tank yeah. as well. He's, he got $3.5 billion. But he has he controls basketball operations and he represents the team at owner meetings. So I've never basically, seen he's, like basically he's saying you can have the toy and you can have the money, the the money that starts coming in. But I want uh, no, I want to have the toy. You right. can have all the the ownership of it, but I'm going to lease this from. It's you. the craziest sale I've ever seen. I've never seen anything like this. Except that he's always been, you know, 
um, a bit of a narcissist. Um, really? Yeah. Mark Cuban? Yeah. Okay. So he doesn't want to leave that part of it, but the rest of the part, that's fine. Yeah. He'll take his billions. Yeah. What if this, you know, he's had interest in buying uh, football teams in the past. I wonder if something's coming for him. He he keeps a strong stake. He's still got a bunch of, he'll still make money on him as well. Oh, yeah. He's got full control and final say in basketball operations. That's crazy. That's that crazy. That's given to him. Right. But the other people must just And he got 3.5 bill. That the, uh. The uh, is Adelson family. The Adelson they, family. They the must, casino Adelsons. Oh yeah, yeah. Cheese. Yeah. They they must just be looking at this as an investment, as long term investment, and, and yeah. they're fine with everything running with. Apparently, Mark. they are Dallas fans, and they've wanted to be in in sports. They've wanted to be. Uh oh. What is this? He's gearing up for a run. They're no, he's not. He's no, up. he's not. He's gearing up for a run. You think he's going to run? He, hey, you need an influx of cash to run your own campaign. Well, you know what? He left Shark Tank. He's got three point five billy. He's a TV guy. He's a TV guy. You're, you're, you make decisions on if people stay or go. That's Would what you, Trump did on TV. You want? I mean, you're fired. Well, Here's what he'd say. It's a no keep, for why me. Why is he keeping? Okay, he's going to run the country and the Mavs. Well, yes. if he let's say Mark, let's just assume Mark doesn't win. He Trump wants, never divested his. That's true. That business was, stuff. They why want, can't people said he should, or that's the law? But well, he never did. To, yeah. Um, so if he doesn't win, you can still go sit courtside. Listen, all options. you have to do is be on TV, and you can win. That's, a, that's it. It's a popular. People are already talking. What about Rock? What about Oprah? Well, yeah, Why right. are y'all saying people like The Rock and Oprah? They're not politicians. That's like saying Rock or Oprah to, well, coach, neither was, to coach the Packers. Well, Ronald Reagan became a politician. Yeah. Ronald Reagan started all this. But he was a governor. Yeah, he was yeah. governor first. He yeah. started, but he actually got into governance. Yeah, right. He didn't come straight fresh off a TV show. Trump did it? Why I know. Why can't he? And now they're like, what a, What about The Rock? <laughs> what is his... Uh, what are The Rock's policies, and what is his background that makes no, him? No one cares. Nah, no one cares. But also, did you ever see? Did you ever see uh, Idiocracy? I have not. It was a TV show guy. It's they got Mike Judge who did Beavis and Butthead, did Office Space. He did a show about how dumb this country was going to be in the future. It is so terrifying how he nailed the whole thing. We were at six ten when it came out. I went across the street and watched it at the theater. And I'm like, oh man, that's a blear, that's a dreary <laughs> view of the future with all these. And it was kind of weird. He had all these, I guess, because of interracial um, relationships. He had everyone was kind of the same color for the most. Like everyone was kind of a brownish. He changed that. He had everyone was super obese. Everyone yeah, like you, like, like you. Yeah, yeah. everyone was uh, super obese. They would have 66 ounce drinks. They had to be pushed around or something in carts, <laughs> just like at an airport. Like you ever seen just, an airport? Just like, just like at a Marshalls or a the the a head the guy who was uh, the president was on had been on TV or reality show or TV or something, and was driving a monster truck and it was like oh my god guess, guess what and this was this huge personality that was like you watch Idiocracy and it's crazy or PCU you ever seen PCU that's another mm-hmm. old one politically correct university Jeremy yeah. Piven's in it. And it's like over the top about it. at the time it seemed over the top, but now it just seems like Cal Berkeley. Yeah. It's not a big, it, you watch it now. It's like, it's not a big deal. All right. We got to break it here. When we come back, 
Is Texas out of the playoff picture? No, Texas is back. Texas is back, folks. But are they out of the playoff picture? Huh. Uh, that's the question we'll ask after we talk about Billy Brown and Aqueduct Plumbing. We talk about, listen, Billy Brown and Aqueduct Plumbing is probably your mo- most conscientious of all plumbers that you're going to see. Aqueduct Plumbing is, uh, uh, we love what they've done for us and what they'll do for you as well. You gotta, you know what? You might want to uh, look ahead. You might want to do some preventative stuff. Maybe c- clean out your tankless water heaters or your water heaters. Get that residue out of them. Uh, go look for leak detection. Repipe because maybe you've got old pipes. You had to repipe, and what a job they did in your backyard! They did a great job. And the issue was from a previous job that I had that at the time probably was fine, but they didn't grade it enough. So when the the soil starts to shift. Which is inevitable. It ended up not, you know, basically slanting enough to take uh, what was in our sinks out to the main sewer line, and we we're having an issue with it coming, you know, with water standing in the uh, in the in the garbage disposal side. And it was we found out we thought it was just simple. We put some stuff in the in the in the garbage disposal and clear it out. No, it was a much bigger job. They walked us through the process. They corrected it. They re they created another pipe, a, a delivery system from the garbage disposal side, and they fixed everything. Unbelievable work by uh, our friends over at Aqueduct Plumbing Company. For any job, big or small, go to the plumber you can trust, Aqueduct Plumbing Company. Get over here! ESPN 97.5, the only Houston sports station with a bidet. The red sun rises. Blood has been spilled this night. Excellent. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, welcome back. We had the uh, college football playoff uh, night last night, the show. And it here's how it turned out. For those of you who missed it, Georgia, Michigan, Washington, and Florida State, all unbeaten and deservedly so in the top four spots. We knew that was going to be the case. Yeah, uh, obviously. Those are they're undefeated teams, and they deserve to be up there in the top four spots. And then, here's how it follows. Oregon, Ohio State, Texas, and Alabama. So now we have, man. I, the question, the only question I had was, was Ohio State going to fall? Um, were they going to fall? Or were they going to be in front of Oregon or behind Oregon? And I, I knew Alabama and a, Alabama a loss, and Texas couldn't a, move up. A pretty close loss at Michigan. Oregon lost a close game that came down to the final plays at Washington. Alabama lost at the end against in the neutral side against Oklahoma. Texas did. And barely, and and only barely beat. The needed only, a miracle to beat Auburn. Yeah, right, right. I mean, I don't, I don't wonder if you guys even talked about that play. Um, Fourth and about 30 so to win the game. So Texas has – so the question is, this is – here's what Brett McMurphy – Tweeted, Texas is screwed. The college football playoff selection committee has had Longhorns behind Oregon in all five rankings this season, despite more top 25 wins, and has no chance to jump the Ducks <laughs> if both win conference titles. Yeah, that, no, that's true. That, Texas can, Texas can Texas totally get in. Texas has more ranked wins, a common opponent which they killed and, and, and Oregon barely beat, harder strength of schedule. And here's the question. Reed... Uh, Reese Davis. Reese Davis was questioning the who's the uh, the head of the college football player. I don't even know. Jerry I don't care. Bruckheimer. But here he is. Here's. Did you just say Jerry Bruckheimer? Yeah. 
You mean the Hollywood Brooke pro- Meyer? He's Heimer's cousin. The Hollywood producer. Yeah, but well, he's Bruck Meyer. Oh, okay, okay. He's Heimer. Like I said, they're second cousins. Ridley. <laughs> Why do you have to listen to everything? Ridley I thought Scott. I could sneak that in. Ridley Scott is on the, on like, the board. Did you just say? Spot. I'm like, I barely whispered. Ridley it. Spot is on the board. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So here is. Here's Reese talking to and asking these questions. That listen to the answer. He did not even address the question. Looking at the one the one loss teams, the highest ranked one loss team continues to be Oregon. Now Ohio State is slid in there um, ahead of Texas, but Texas has a strength of schedule that's about forty plus spots better than Oregon's. They have more wins against uh, ranked teams by your rankings than uh, than do the Ducks. Why is Oregon ahead of Texas? Yeah, Oregon has continued to dominate. Um, obviously, the loss to Washington early in the year, 36-33. But uh, coming out of last week and the way they played an Oregon State team that we really respect as a group, held them to uh, seven points as opposed to 34, which they have averaged on the year. And, uh, you know, the, the season Bo Nix is having um, 78% completion percentage. You know, they just continue to impress the committee with both the offense and the defense. What consideration was given to the common opponent that those two have? Texas beat Texas Tech by 50, and Oregon beat them by one possession. Yeah, we look at everything, as we've talked about each week that we've been here. You know, we're not relying on one single data point, one single game. We're looking at, you know, we're through 13 weeks right now and making sure that as we do go through it, uh, we are comparing everything. Okay, <clears throat> are you? Because you didn't answer the question about a harder strength of schedule and better, more ranked wins. How are they playing? I mean, I, I don't think there's any doubt Oregon's a better team uh, just based on watching the games. I mean, Texas, Texas had to hang on against Houston. They had to hang on against TCU that, because they couldn't close those games. They don't have the better quarterback. Oregon has the better quarterback. Uh, Texas had a, a close one against Kansas State that came right down to about the because he made Reese made the point and that's fine about common opponents but I would also argue that when they played a like opponent in Kansas State and Oregon State Oregon beat the brakes off Can- Oregon State Texas struggled with with Kansas State I mean that was now they had some players missing too yeah but they, they've Texas been, they've been, they've Texas had, been dealing with they've some had quarterbacks Oregon being out. ranked ahead of Texas not just Oregon yeah. State just happened they've had them ranked ahead of Texas for five straight rankings now. The, but 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 he but, didn't answer any of the questions. What about what about uh, wins against higher ranked opponents? What about a stronger stre- strength of schedule? Simply put, he thinks or the committee thinks Oregon is a better football team. Yeah, and right. Nothing Texas can do. I get all that. Nothing Texas them, can makes do. Yes, Texas the better. yes, there is. Well, they could have played better. better. Texas can they get a national championship. Better. All they, this is what they need to happen. Alabama, Georgia has to beat Alabama, which I think is going to happen. Washington must beat Oregon. And keep and then Oregon is out, and then you have to have uh, who's and Florida Michigan State. has to beat, and then you have to have Louisville beat Florida State. Right. If Louisville beats Florida State and the favorites all win, well, Washington's not the favorite. Washington well, beats Ohio. Wait, Ohio State is ranked ahead of them. Yeah, How do you Texas, know Ohio State doesn't get? They ahead? have no game. They have no. But here's why, and that's a good point. But I think Texas has a chance to to impress in the bit with a nine win Ohio Oklahoma State team, and I want to bring up something about Gundy in a second. Um, I think Texas, because of that game in Ohio State, no games, I think Texas would jump them. And because of things like, you know, Reese Davis making that point. But I've always felt like oh, this is it. Ohio State's done. 
Right. Like Ohio State can't. There's no other game for them to so, for people to hang their hats on. So, Texas can get there, but those things have to happen. Well, okay, Washington could lose too and be and fall behind Texas as well. Yeah. So Oregon Oregon doesn't have no, to No, but beat. then but Florida well Oregon yes, doesn't have to beat Washington. They can, but then Michigan I mean, then it's still gonna Yeah. Well, the, the key is you have no chance unless Louisville beats Florida State. Yes, you got Louisville's got to beat Florida State. That's a key. And, quite frankly, Georgia has to beat Alabama. Where's Washington at and, right dude, now? Because here's the deal. Yeah, actually, you're right. Washington could could fall. It's going to you be, know. I mean, and, and if Iowa beats Michigan, Michigan's not falling behind you. If you're Texas, I don't think. Georgia won't fall behind you. Like, you need those two chalks to win. I guess the, conser- the consternation is if the only team in the top four loses is Washington because they lose to Oregon, Oregon's going to take Washington's spot and Texas will be on the outside. And yeah. I guess in Texas That's people, a good win, though. That's Texas, a win over yes, the number three team. That would be the committee's point. They just beat the number three team in the country. You beat an Oklahoma State team that is okay. They're not great. But Texas people say, what about the rest of our resume? So I get where the consternation comes from. Texas' only way in is, for the most part, Louisville. But the only Louisville. loss, but the they, only loss they have really, have Louisville. the only loss for Oregon came because Dan, we all watched it. Dan Lanning tricked it off yeah. by being Mister Analytics, yeah, and he tricked off like uh, so many points, at least at least six points, and then at they choked a forty-one, forty-two yard field goal. But yeah. man, he choked off at least six points, including the one right before half. Yeah, right. I mean, it was a bad situation. Look, Texas is a good team. Texas to me is not one of the top four teams. Um, but I do think Texas deserves to be in the conversation, and I do think they deserve to be there. If, if teams lose and, you know, they back their way in, then that's great. But for me, Oregon's going to crush Washington. I don't think Washington – Washington's not playing very good football right now. No. Um, Oregon is playing really good football right now. I think Lanning's got – I mean, for me, Georgia, Michigan, Oregon are the three best teams in college football for me, and I think that will show up. The Florida State thing – I feel for their fans. I'm caught because as a college football fan, I in no way want Florida State to make this. No. I can't. I hope Florida. I hope uh, for my wife's sake that, that Louisville wins and maybe Texas has a shot because it, you know, good for her and my my in laws. But um, I don't, man. I I just and it sucks for if you're a Florida State fan because all you're saying is all we're doing is winning every game. Why don't you want us there? Well, because you don't have your quarterback, you're not really going to have any shot. Yeah, you're going to be number four, and Georgia's going to annihilate you. You're Cardale. wasting. You're, oh, you're going to hog the spot. Cardale. I know, and that's a fair one. Uh, I don't think you have a Cardell there, but it's fair. Remember, Cardell was the third quarterback. Yep, third quarterback. All right, seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. You guys, you guys got any thoughts on this? You're more than welcome to get in here. And they had Tom Herman then um, was a mastermind play caller. Well, they did, and and guess what? And he, tur- he turned that into a and then big, te- big. Remember when? Big big. When payday. did? When did? Okay, and let me ask you this: When did uh, your boy um, uh, Sam Ellinger say Texas is back? Who was the head coach? Do you remember? Yeah, Tom Herman. Yeah, at Sugar Bowl when they beat yeah. Georgia. Right. Texas is back. My son, we saw Sam Ellinger after the game. My son and daughter took a picture with him. Alex sent it to his friend in Alabama. He goes, you should ask him if Texas is back. That's the only thing you should ask him. I said, Alec, never ask Sam if they're back. No, no, no. Do not ask. Do you think, when was the last time you think I had a Coors Light? The answer would be yesterday. Hold on. That's not, I'm going to say 945. No, I didn't. What? Oh, last night? Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. I shut it down earlier than that, if you want to know the truth. Oh, okay. But we did. We went over to Maris, 
and we saw oh, the... it was great. It oh, was okay, actually, yeah. it was it was great. A lot of people there. It was all the, a lot of the coaches were there and and, and football staff. Uh, John Daspit was there with his family. Yep, yeah. he was there. And it was great. It was really, really fun. Dana uh, got behind the bar for about ten minutes and then stopped. Anyway, it was uh, it was it was fun. We had a great time, and we had Coors Lights, and they were flying. And if you're looking for a great, cold, clean, crisp, and refreshing, and Coors Lights were flying all over the place. A bunch of people were drinking Coors Lights. You can't keep them wherever you go. You just can't keep them. Make sure that your refrigerator is stocked with cold, clean, crisp, refreshing Coors Lights. It's what we do, okay? If you're looking for the best way to get out and have yourself a big time, let's go. Drink drink responsibly, but drink cold, clean, crisp, refreshing Coors Light. Climb on, brother. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Here, your family. Look at our family now. Back to the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Lance and John. Scratch that. Verse it. 735 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. 713-780-3776. The number to hang out with us here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Keith wants to get in on the college football uh, playoff poll. What do you say, Keith? Hey, guys. A little bit under the weather. Um, You know, obviously been cooking all year with Florida State, but I completely agree with Lance and a lot of these, you know, columnists and a lot of these reporters. Florida State can't be in the playoff with their current state. Without Jordan Travis, this team is going to get completely annihilated as a four seed to Georgia or Michigan. It's got to be Texas or Alabama. It's got to be the best four teams at the current state. Florida State, unbelievable. You know, cooking since the summer, but they cannot make the playoff. I still think they beat Louisville by three, but it's got to be the best four teams right now. And Florida State is a five or six best team. And without Jordan Travis, they won't, will not be competitive in a college football playoff. Yeah, agreed. I mean, I, it's just we common don't want to I mean, I mean, look at the Florida it, game. Was a, ugh, if was Jordan Travis great. was there, oh yeah, oh man, there's no quite, but there's no conversation. Yeah, well, if me, Jordan Travis me, is there, they're still probably a two touchdown dog to Georgia. Yeah, just, but but it's, but you can't hater. argue it though. No, you're just no, undefeated you and a Heisman candidate. But you're not the game because semifinals generally aren't competitive. They probably get their ass kicked too. Just I told the offensive line's not good enough. Um, and the receivers are fine. I mean, they're, Johnny Wilson and Coleman are good with Jordan Travis there, but he's not. And look, I don't have anything against them making it if they if they finish out and beat Louisville. But we all know what's coming if they're that four seed playing, whether it be Michigan or Georgia. Listen, and Louisville just got worked by Kentucky. I mean, the odds are Florida State's going to win this game, and Florida State's going. Well, I mean, I think it was a one score game. At, that Louisville lost in a, in a rivalry. We saw Alabama nearly lose to Auburn as a rivalry game, so those things happen. But Louisville, ha- Jack Plummer's okay. He's not great, but he's okay. And uh, but Brom is a good, good, uh, good play caller. I think competent quarterback play. They lose to Florida, but Florida was starting like a kind of a second, third string type quarterback who didn't have a lot of experience. Jack Plummer on a neutral site. We'll give Florida State some issues, and I think we're looking at a close ball game. And if the offensive performance we get from Florida State, what we saw against Florida, that bad Florida defense, Louisville will beat them if Florida State plays offense like they did against Florida. We'll see. 
Um, Louisville I'm, does have a legitimate chance. Yeah, they have a chance. Oh, no, absolutely. I mean, they, Kentucky worked them uh, in the second half, but Louisville's definitely got a chance to. And if they do, then there, there will potentially be some chaos because if Texas takes care of business um, and the other, you know, can Oregon, can does Texas have a shot if Oregon, what happens if Alabama wins? I think Georgia goes to four. I don't think Georgia gets knocked out. I think it would be two SEC teams. Then you'd have the Pac-12 team, and then you'd have the Big Ten. You'd have Michigan. I mean, if Iowa wins, for God's sake, the the now if Iowa beats if Iowa beats Michigan, Michigan's done. They're they're food. Not only does the selection because number one they're a double digit favorite. Number two, selection committee would probably love to get them yeah. up out of there. Is Iowa scoring ten points? I can't against Michigan? see I, that I Iowa can't. would have to win ten to three <laughs> or nine to six well, or six to is two. Good enough. They're not good. Left. What's the what is the under over on that game? Uh, my guess is thirty five and a half because I did the math on what the point spread was and it comes out to like thirty five and a half. Didn't they play last year and Michigan put up tons of points against Iowa? This is a different Iowa team. Yeah, no, it's, it's the same. Kidding. They're the same team the every same year. Team. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is a different team. All right. Oh, let me, let me ask: Do they have a black quarterback? No. Do they? Name the last no. black quarterback for Iowa. No. Do you see how fat? I think he, is? he can do it. Yeah, he's fat. Hey, do you see how fat his Iowa's quarterback is? Oh yeah. He looks like a lineman. No, he's sassy. He he looks like a kicker. He lo- he looks like he one does. of those fat kickers. Yeah. Like, did you see? Like, hey, look at this like, sassy hey. kicker. Get off the training table. Tony, how do you well, like he, it? He's um, some push away. He, he never expected to play. He Who was the last eat. black quarterback, or can you think of one? Brad, uh, Brad Banks. That's that's the one I was oh. thinking of for Iowa. It was forty two to three last year in the Big Ten title game, Michigan Iowa. Yeah, but it was but but it was that doesn't tell the whole that's story. Not, well, what, does. what does it tell? What's the forty two to three. It was closer than the score indicates. Was it was it really? No. No. Actually, I, that wasn't last year's. That was two years ago they played. So, wasn't right, it? Two, two different teams. Who did they? Who did Michigan beat up on last year? Was it Purdue? I think it was Purdue. They they played Iowa a couple years ago in the Big Ten title game, one forty two to three. Look uh, at these. Look at these odds. This sucks that we don't have Ohio State playing Michigan again. Uh, Iowa and Michigan twenty three and a half. Twenty three and a half. Look at the over under. It's thirty five and a half. Yeah, it has to because yeah. you do the math of what the score should be. It's, yeah, yeah, that's what it comes um, to. Uh, Texas is a 14-and-a-half-point favorite against Oklahoma State. Too much. O- Oregon. Do you know what that line is? Uh, six. Nine-and-a-half. Oh, it took all the advantage out of Oregon. Oregon, nine-and-a-half. Wow, a half. that makes me – like, I think Oregon's definitely going to win, but you throw nine-and-a-half out there? Yeah. That's I may have to just fade that and recommend the other way. Yeah. Um, man, the Toledo Rockets are seven-and-a-half. Toledo seven and a half against another Mac team. Miami, that other oh, Mac team. Miami, yeah, okay. That that one. So, congrats, Dell. You got a shot. Louisville and uh, Florida State are two, are two and a half. No. Florida State's a two and a half point favorite. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. If you want to get in here, we can't. We can't get to them because. What Gilbert's did you learn hold. this what? weekend? In what? one sentence. There's no, nothing. Like, I didn't get to do it Monday. Monday. Let's do it today, too. No, we, we can't. I didn't get to do it. I, I like that Wednesday. one. We can't just repeat things you haven't been here for. I wasn't here. You were on vacation. Yeah, you were, yeah. You were on vacation. You decided, vacation to, 12 you decided to dine with the traitor. I mean, you're the traitor. You decided to dine with the enemy. <clears throat> right. Not the, They're not the enemy. Yes, they are. You stayed at the general manager of the Colts' house. The enemy is Jacksonville. It's a common enemy for all of us. To get into the playoffs. 
the, the it Texans actually is. are going to be in that last they game. Actually they actually are. They're going to need to beat them. They actually are. Yeah. Are you, you going give away to Texan State for New Year's at his house? Well, you know what? Ballard's son, Cash, who he got himself a lineman. I think he's happy. And a pitmaster. He wanted to stay up there in the suite for the last 40 seconds to watch into the Texans game. And I could swear he might have been, because, you know, he they were all born here in Houston. Um, I could swear he might have been for the Texans. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if his dad knew that or not. Well, it well we had a vision his dad. I don't know if his mom knew that or well, not. Well, it's if, if the Texans would have won, the Colts would have been within a game of the division. So it would have made sense to root for the Texans. Oh, well, yeah, I guess, but not really. Oh, right, right, Now right. they're too bad. Yeah, but you're, let's be real. You're going to be fighting with the Texans, potentially. Either, well, well they, you're fighting with actually a lot of teams. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, the Colts are going to be a wild the, card. If they the, I mean, the, the, Buffalo Bill, the Buffalo Bills loss, that was a big loss. To lose that one where it looked like you had that game, to lose that one to the – to the Eagles, that could end up being a really, really big well, loss. All the for Buffalo them. losses are real, real, real big mm-hmm. now. All right, breaking at seven forty-three. ESPN ninety-seven-five and ninety-two-five. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk some Texas custom patios. Let's talk about that uh, tonight. Will be my time to shine on that patio. I'll be out there hanging out. I can't wait for uh, the new Fargo to come out so I can go watch it outside. I'll have. But tonight, uh, the wife and I are going to have drinks outside. We've already talked about it, and so. We'll go make our cocktails. I already know what she's having. I already know what I'm having. And uh, we'll get out there. I'm going to cook on the grill uh, tonight, so she'll get a relax. i got to get all my draft stuff done so I can get out there. i got to marinate my meat from Pete's Fine Meats, and I'm going to be on that grill grilling from Texas Custom Patios. Uh, they go by tcpoutdoors.com is a website you can go to because they're really more than just patios. It's outdoor living spaces, kitchens. It's, it's swimming pools, pool houses, room additions. They can... They can kind of enclose your outdoor uh, living space as well. And when you have one, it's it's incredible. You you got your TV set up there. You got sound system in the roof, and they match it to your home perfectly. So it looks like it was built there originally. It adds so much value to your living, your you know just your your way of life. But also, when it comes time to sell the home, oh trust me, this thing is going to garner some major attention and is going to pay for itself. It's Texas Custom Patios. Go to the website tcpoutdoors.com ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 You do like me. I just don't like you no more. You do like me. I don't. Currently in the Veritex Community Bank Studios, one is a renowned forensic blood splatter expert. The other, an appointed master of haberdashery. It's John and Lance. Rockets lose last night. They are not representing Group B. How about that, that, that they were playing for it and actually had a lead late to be the Group B representative? Before the season started, when this... When we looked at all of the groupings, the Rockets had to be one of the biggest dogs to to represent. They were. They're in the same group as as Dallas and Denver. Yeah. And here they are playing for it uh, in the final game. And I are you shocked as much as I am? Like the fan base, fans didn't seem to give a flying flip. Like I thought the tournament was a cool idea. I think t- taking some of what the what the international leagues do in soccer is a pretty cool idea. Um, but it seemed like fans really didn't care at all. And I've been shocked at how into it everyone is. Like, the announcing team, the fans, 
especially the players. Now, there's a financial component there, but I've actually been very pleasantly surprised that this has turned into being except, kind of a big deal. Well, like, I was really wanting them to move on in this tournament. Except, there, yeah, me too. Me too. As a matter of fact, I was setting up uh, a stay okay. at in Vegas uh, for at turn- the Nugget. For, for the a tournament, tournament party? For tournament. Yeah. No, for the turn- to go to the tournament. Um, but apparently, the ticket sales aren't going all that well. Huh. Yeah. But they're probably charging a ridiculous amount. But, um, yeah, the ticket sales are It's going to be in Vegas. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's going to turn into, like, the all-star game. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to well, be crazy. There is some pushback from players about that, that, hey, hey, you're taking away from our all-star game. Uh, just slow down, okay? The in-season tournament. It actually is pretty cool. It adds something to it, doesn't it? I like it. Yeah. I, I like the tournament. Now, one thing that the players don't love is the margin of victory. In soccer, it's one thing because your goals, you know, the goal differentials used as a tiebreaker, well, that's understandable. A 3 nothing, a 2-1, a two one, you keep playing. In basketball, you could have a 25-point lead, and you're trying to widen it to 40. Yeah. In the waning moments, your starters are playing well, in a Cleveland game. That's a little bit of an issue. Yeah, the, and J- Jason Tatum, as a matter of fact, said the point differential thing, I'm not the biggest fan. Last Friday where the game was already over and the guy's still trying to score, you know, it's all about respecting the game and respecting your opponents, uh, I guess. I mean, I, I guess if you have two losses, if it's just one loss and you lost to the other team, then you got head-to-head. But yeah. there are um, components where if you, you If there's could, a th- three-team tie at the yeah, top, yeah. point differential matters. You mentioned opponents. Because the Rockets won't be playing in the in-season quarterfinals and, and going forward, we now have the op- opponents to make up for that as part of the 82-game schedule. They're going to host OKC on Wednesday and then play Denver on Friday. So they're going to play Denver twice this week, including – Actually, they play Denver tomorrow, at, right? No, tonight. 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 They're and at th- Denver tonight. And, and then, I guess, next Friday, they'll play Denver again. Here or there? There. Oh, yeah. yeah. Be- and just, So, the Rockets, instead of advancing, they get to face OKC, who's really good, yeah. as part of their schedule, and they get to, and they have to go to Denver. Yeah, that's not good. That's not, that's not fair. That doesn't seem like it's fair to me. Um yeah, it, it, the teams that advance the, these games, the quarterfinals count. The only the, the semis and the finals don't count for the correct. Schedule. So, so now the Texans, yeah, now the Rockets have to reschedule games. Well, so um, we'll find out about that for the sixth and the eighth of December. But we well, just told he just you. Told, he just said I know, it. but that's something different than what I was. No, thinking of. no, no you, it were, isn't. you weren't listening. To <laughs> I saw you know, when Dell says stuff, it's usually going to be bad about us. So I just I, try to. I just gave you information this time. <laughs> yeah, but no, but I was reiterating what you said. I can co-sign. You didn't that. reiterate. You ignored. Uh, no, I'm going to co-sign what Dell just said. You mean what the NBA what? told all of us? Well, We're, I just saw this college football report. Cliff Kingsbury emerges as a favorite to be Houston Cougars. He's a betting coach. favorite. He's not the favorite. He's a this, betting favorite. Yeah, it's the same email that we get from that one guy, Jimmy Shapiro. Yeah, and it's and it's the his odds that are on there. They use that. Like he's the new favorite. No, he's not. No, he's not. Cliff Kingsbury's not the new favorite of Houston. I don't think. Well, I mean, I did hear yesterday from some that Cliff is a real possibility. Really? I guess. I don't. I don't. I guess. Yeah. Maybe Cliff, if he wants to get back into coaching, he he, as I understand it, he liked he liked pro football a lot more in that the recruiting, the whole recruiting. You don't have to deal with that. And now it's worse than ever. Yeah. You recruit your own roster. It's. Yeah, it's really not even worth it. I mean, uh, in college football, though, it's the advantage you have where you can shape and reshape your roster quickly. But the negative is it's the pressure and stress of recruiting 
12 months a year, you're doing some form of recruiting at all points. It's it's gonna it's gonna make a lot of coaches wanna wanna leave. I want to get uh, Dave in here. Wants to talk about one lost Washington. Want to get his thoughts on that. What's up, Dave? Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, listen, I'm just wondering because a lot of people keep overlooking Washington all season, right? But they keep winning. Yep. They keep winning. They're beating everyone. You can say that that Oregon looked better, but they beat them. And and in every game, um, the teams that they were playing at the time were ranked. You know, they may have fallen out over the season, but, but they were ranked. Utah, SC, all those teams, and they just keep pulling it out in the fourth quarter. So I'm wondering if they lose to a last-second field goal to Oregon, why shouldn't they be considered to still stay? Yeah. I, I listen. They probably should. Uh, that's a fair point. I mean, they have won. They've When it came time to make plays, Michael Penix made plays in that game against Oregon, and Michael Penix is a Heisman you know, Bo Nix is a Heisman, one of the Heisman front runners with Jaden Daniels will be one of those two. But Penix has been in the mix. Um, it's a team that protects the passer well. They're not great run blocking offensive line unit. We're currently arguing right now about whether or not they end up in the Joe Moore Award finalists, uh, Washington. Um, defensively, they've, they've, they're not playing their best ball down the stretch, uh, their most impressive ball. I will say that. It doesn't help that they have been in some dogfights down the, the stretch against lesser teams. Their defense has not been no, very good. No, their defense has not been good. So I think that hurts. But they are undefeated, and they do have a win over Oregon. So, you know, I mean, as a one-loss team, though, there's some teams with better momentum right now than Washington. That's what hurts them. Yeah. yeah and going saying, from three. They win, they're deservedly in. I mean, they, they beat Oregon twice. Oh, no. I know. What's, but he said, why not if they lose? Why not consider that? Let me put it this way. Let's say Texas wins. Let me give you this scenario, John. Texas wins 24-20 to 20 against Oklahoma State. Um, Alabama gets smashed by Georgia. Ohio State sits there at six like they already are. Um, number five, uh, uh, who's five? Oregon. Oh, Oregon. Let's say Oregon wins, and they win in a, in a game where they win by three. Let's say three. It's uh, um, 28. I'll, I'll make it 28-24. They won by four. And then you have, um, well, I guess that's it. That that's And then you have Florida State well, what's lose. What's your point? What Let's is, say Florida State loses to Louisville. What, what? Should Texas jump a one-loss Washington team yeah, if Washington will. is competitive against Oregon? They will because they'll have a, a conference title. They'll, yeah. they'll use that data point. The only way Washington would make it in after losing would be for Louisville and Florida State to lose. I and mean, Texas. excuse me, for te- Louisville to beat Florida State and Texas to lose. And then now you're, you're comparing them against Ohio State. Yeah, and I think they well, still would be. Now, I think listen, it'd still be a tough the battle. The biggest against monkey wrench here is Alabama. If Alabama beats Georgia, now what? Well, because Georgia ain't getting out. Georgia's not falling out of the top four. And Alabama's going to go. We just beat the number one. Well, team. you have to and put Alabama in. Chimps. No, you have to put Alabama in. Right. And then you have to put them in ahead of Georgia. So Georgia would go four. You'd have to jump Alabama to three. Michigan one, and then Oregon, Washington two. I guess you would jump Oregon to two if they won, and if Washington, that's an easy step up. What to about two. a scenario where Alabama beats Georgia and neither of them are in the playoff? No, there is no scenario like that. There's, would you like a scenario of rioting from SEC fans? Well, or another civil war succeeding? Would you like a secession? You or, think they're going to secede or a civil war? If Do you, you want to have to fight all those countries again? We don't call it the civil war down here. It's the war of northern aggression. Yeah, and they become their own countries immediately. 
immediately it's the country of Tennessee, it's the country of Mississippi, the country of Alabama, because if you don't put one of them in, it is an immediate secession. <laughs> well, goodbye. Bye, Paul Biagi. Feinbaum will, Bye, will be Biagi. the we'll gathering well, place, the rallying place. Texas is now SEC, too. Texas will join in and secede, yeah. too. Oh, my wife is so embarrassed that Texas fans, Texas fans started cheering SEC, SEC at the Tech game. It's her biggest nightmare. She said, I will never, Texas fans will never say that. Um, oh. Ta-da! <laughs> now you're in. Now you, you're in. Now, they were doing that, to be fair. They were doing it kind of to mock the Big 12 commissioner and Texas Tech and people who had said stuff about him, but oh no, they're now they're you're, fully you're in, in the you're SEC. fully SEC now. Yeah, congratulations, Nicole. SEC, SEC. I told her I always say, hey guys, let's practice right now. No. They don't know what I'm going to practice. Ready? SEC. Nick, can you join in? Shut the <laughs> up. I'm you're not doing that. You're an no SEC family though. A son at Alabama. Yeah, Nicole we're an SEC went, family. Nicole went to an SEC school. Yeah, she went to an SEC school. Oh, that's going to make sure to a Southwest Conference school. you were right in the heart of it in Tulane. Of <laughs> SEC country. They don't even count. Wasn't Tulane yeah, you in the SEC? Tulane was an original member. Yeah. Oh, were they really? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, I do know that. Yes. Because they like, hey, how did LSU get all the shine? Yeah. Well, people in New Orleans are LSU fans. They're not Tulane fans. If you were born in New Orleans, you're not a Tulane. Tulane is the out-of-town kids No, but there. you're an SEC. Yeah. You're an SEC. You were an SEC I mean, school, too. Tulane is not Really, SEC? Kind of, it kind of is. I think it kind of is. Um, I think of Clemson oh, more Raheel as an SEC. Raheel team. loves SEC. Raheel loves SEC. 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 Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's break it here. Uh, I got to talk right now about Houston Powder Coaters. I'm talking about Robin and the job that she does over at Houston Powder Coaters. I'm talking about. <sighs> listen, an operation that is just fantastic. If you go up to Hardy Toll Road, you will see Houston Powder Coaters. And from there, they can get all over the city. And what they do is they pick up free, free pickup and delivery of your furniture. So they get right there on the Hardy Toll Road, and they get to wherever you are. It doesn't matter. Fulshire, Baytown, Crosby, Mount Bellevue, Galveston. They will pick your stuff up, and they will bring it back all absolutely free. You've got to save whatever it is that, the, that you have. If it's metal, if like say let's say an old Frigidaire refrigerator or some neon signs or uh, car parts, an old jalopy, whatever it is, and you want to save it, boat parts, you got it. You, but especially patio furniture, okay, because that's out there, out in the sun and rain and, and cold all the time, and it needs to be fixed. They can fix the stra- the straps and the slings as well. They can do it all. And they do it better than anyone. HoustonPowderCoders.com, 281-676-3888. If you're looking to save whatever metal it is, HoustonPowderCoders.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. You're hooked up with it. Toss a coin to your witcher. 